Hi, I'm Ariel Fry, and this is Your Life Is Now, Episode 1, How to Never Fail. Hi, friends. How are you today? I hope you're doing great. We are going to talk about failure and how to never, ever have it. That seems kind of odd, right? Because so many of us are afraid of failing. So I actually looked up the definition of failure on on the interwebs, and the definition of failure is the lack of success. And that's pretty much what we always feel like it is, right? We're like, I'm afraid that I'm going to fail and not be successful in something, whatever that thing might be. And so often we don't actually take action on the thing that we want because we're afraid that we're going to fail. So I actually totally disagree with the definition of failure. I've decided that it just doesn't exist for me in my life, that definition, and I created a new one. So the definition um, that I created, or I guess the definition, the reason that I threw out the old definition is because of this. So at any given time, if you have a goal that you haven't met, then you have a lack of success of that goal. And if we're always meeting new goals and we're always setting new goals, then we always have a lack of success of our new goal, even if we met the old goal, okay? So this idea that failure is a lack of success keeps so many of us stuck because we feel like we failed before we've even started. So here's my definition of failure. It happens when you stop working toward your goal, when you still want that goal. So if you stop, then you failed. That's literally the only way. If you choose that you don't want a goal anymore and you stop, that's not failure. It's only failure when you still want the goal. Okay, so if it's an authentic goal for you, but you stop going for it and you still want the goal. So I'm not talking about if you decide that the goal is too hard or you just decide to give up. That's not what we're talking about. What I'm talking about is if you shift the goal or something, that's okay, right? But um, you want to like your reason why you're shifting it. So this topic came out Uh, or came up the other day with a client of mine in our coaching call, and she was talking about making the right decision. So she had a goal in mind, and she wanted to make sure that she was making the right choices to make sure that she met that goal. Now, the problem with this is that we never actually know what the right choices our decisions are to meet our goals until we've actually gotten to that goal. So we can't ever know exactly what the path is that's required to get to our goal until we're there, until we're at our goal. So once we get to our goal, then of course we can look back at how we got to our goal and then we know what the right steps were that we took to get there. But what holds so many of us back is thinking that we will know the right decisions now, we'll know what the right actions are to take now before we're anywhere near our goal, before we're anywhere close to it, okay? So if you are someone, like all of us humans, myself included, 
who believes that you should just already automatically know exactly how to get to your goal from day one, (laughs) then let's just flip this idea around and shift your perspective about it. Because honestly, all humans think this. I have thought this. It is not uncommon. It is not abnormal. It just doesn't help us. So here's how you can shift it. And here's how you can start thinking about it differently. Every single person who has accomplished any of their personal goals or business goals never knew how they were going to do it. They didn't know how they were going to get there, okay? They didn't know what actions they were going to take. They didn't know what decisions they were gonna have to make. They didn't know the path to get there. What they did know is that they were going to do it. They had decided that they were going to meet their goal. And that's like the very first thing that you have to do. You have to decide that you're going to meet that goal, whatever that goal is. Once you've decided that you're going to meet a goal, then you just have to start trying different actions to see which one works. And you continue that process until you get to the goal. There will be things that you do that you expect will work and those things will work. Like hooray, right? Awesome, it worked. And then there will be things that you do that you expect will work and those things won't work. And then there will be things that you try where you have no idea if they are going to work or not, but you try them anyway and they end up being exactly what you needed to get to the next step to meet your goal. So here's what I explain to my client. Once you meet one goal, you're almost always going to have another goal in mind that's larger than the first goal that you set. So you're always going to be in that place where you haven't met some goal. And what this means is that at any given point in your life, you should be able to say, I don't know the right way to meet my goals right now, but because I've already decided that I'm going to meet this goal, I know that I will figure it out. So at this, my, at this point, you might be saying like, okay, Ariel, so what if I keep taking action and I never meet my goal? Then isn't that a fail? <laughs> and so what I'd love to just offer to you there is that if you've decided that you will meet your goal, then your brain will stop asking that question. And when you haven't decided that you're going to meet your goal, then your brain will continue to ask you that question. So the question of, you know, okay, so what if I keep taking action and I never meet my goal, then isn't it a fail? That question is totally valid. So if I were to answer directly, my answer would be no, that's not a fail. If you kept taking action and you never met your goal, no, I don't think that that's a fail. My belief is that that's not a fail. And the reason that I believe this is because the belief that I am choosing to have, and our beliefs are our choice, okay? So the belief that I'm choosing to have is that every time I try something, I learn something new. So even if I never got to my goal, I don't consider it a failure. I'm choosing to believe that every single action that I take will give me some kind of clarity or I'll learn something. And so my belief that I have chosen, right? This belief that every single time that I take action, I'm gonna get some kind of clarity or I'll learn something is creating this process of trying 
and learning. And that is what I believe that we were designed for as humans. We were designed to grow and evolve. And the only way that I can grow and evolve is to try things and learn from them and gain clarity and grow as a person. So if I never meet my goal, so what? I gained so much more along the way and maybe I even uncovered an even better goal and maybe that goal feels so much better to me than the initial goal that I thought that I wanted. So I wanna give you a really great example of this from my own life, just so that you can kind of see this um, as, it, as it really works in your life. So when I first started my company, I did not have any children. And I don't have children now, I just have one child. <laughs> um, but I thought that I wanted to work on my business as much as I possibly could and completely immerse myself in the business to the point where I was essentially the business. So this was before I had my daughter, before I was thinking about having kids, I just really was so obsessed with my business and there's nothing wrong with that. But at that time, I had this vision for myself where I really wanted to be the business. I wanted my entire life to be wrapped up in what was happening in the business. The business was my purpose. The business was my everything. Like I really wanted and had this vision that there would be no separation between my life and the business because I felt like the business was my purpose. So when my daughter was born, it was no longer possible for me to work the same amount that I had been working previously. So like before my daughter was born, I mean, I was working constantly. And once she was born, I couldn't do that anymore. And, you know, I could have, right? I could have worked the same amount, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to work the same amount anymore because I had my daughter and I wanted to spend time with her. And so the vision that I had for myself in my business totally changed and my goals became more about sustainability and feeling grounded and working the amount that I wanted to work while also spending really present time with my daughter. So at that time, it would have been really easy for me to look at that situation as a huge fail because I wasn't going to be able to meet my goal that I had had previously. And, you know, I'm a human, okay, and I have a human brain. And so my brain did go there. And at times I really did feel like I wasn't doing what I really wanted to be doing. And that did feel frustrating. But the way that I changed that, because I knew I didn't want to stay in that place where I was frustrated and I, I didn't want to feel like I wasn't living my, you know, my purpose. I didn't want to feel this frustration. I was not okay with that, right? So the way that I changed how I was feeling was by getting honest with myself about what really was enough for me in these different areas of my life at that particular point in time when I had my daughter. So working three and a half days a week became enough for me. Traveling a couple times a year and staying within the United States where I live became enough travel for me. Whereas like before, when I didn't have a child, I was traveling outside of the United States and I was traveling more often. Having my purpose be so wrapped up in my business 
and the success of it became too much for me. And I learned that I really didn't want my business to be my purpose. I wanted who I am and how I show up in the world to be my purpose. Whether that be my purpose and how I was showing up with, you know, my daughter or my partner or my parents or my clients, I wanted who I was being to be my purpose, not my business. And of course, I can show up in my purpose or on purpose in my business, but the business itself, I didn't want to be my purpose anymore. So I chose to look at all of these shifts and lessons as huge wins and things that I wanted to celebrate as opposed to looking at them as failures, even though I didn't meet that initial goal that I had. So if we never want to fail, then we have to start changing our idea of what failure really means. And if we want to stop being afraid of failing and making the wrong decision, then we have to be prepared to know that we are going to make a decision that doesn't work and that doesn't get us to our goal. And that's totally fine. That's totally okay. So here's an example that I love to use. Let's say that I am going to an appointment and I'm taking my daughter along with me for that appointment. And let's just say that we're walking there because we live in the city of Chicago and um, you can walk to different like places like the grocery store or, or the chiropractor or wherever. You can just walk to a lot of places where we live in the city. So I know that with a toddler, it's going to take at least 10 minutes longer to get there than if I went by myself. <laughs> and so if you're a mom or you take care of um, kids, you will know that this is true. So I will usually give myself an extra 15 or 20 minutes to get to wherever we're going if I need to be there at a certain time. And I'm expecting that it's going to take longer because my daughter is three and a half, right? So I'm not going to get upset when it does take 15 or 20 minutes longer. I've also prepared for it taking 15 or 20 minutes longer mentally like, so I'm not going to get frustrated and I'm not going to be upset. And I've prepared in my actions. Now you might be going, okay, what does this have to do with goals and decisions? <laughs> but it kind of has everything to do with it actually, because when we expect that every single one of our actions is going to be the right action or that it should be the right action to get to our goal, then we're setting ourselves up for a lot of frustration and we're setting ourselves up to feel like we failed. But if we already know that some of our actions are going to work and some of our actions are not going to work, but that every action will get us closer to where we're going, then we have a whole different feeling about getting to our goal. And that feeling, oh no, you could probably hear the sirens. I told you I live in a city, so it just is what it is. There's no getting around it, honestly. Um, so, your feeling about your goal is going to be completely different if you are preparing that way. Okay, so we already know that there are going to be stopping points along the way. We already know, we already have a thought in our mind like, okay, there's going to be stopping points. We already know that we're going to have to problem solve. Okay, something's not going to work. Something else is going to work. That's okay. That's how this is supposed to go. So it's not a surprise anymore and it's not something that we're afraid of anymore. So just like with my daughter, if I wasn't prepared for walking to an appointment with a toddler, 
then I would be really frustrated at how many times we have to stop along the way to look at rocks on the ground or for whatever, you know, or how long that it takes to put shoes on before we leave. Like that would be so frustrating if I thought that those things shouldn't happen. Okay. And so then when we got to the appointment 20 minutes late and it was canceled, I would probably feel like it was a huge fail, right? And this is what we do to ourselves and our life in so many different ways because we've been taught that there is shame and judgment in failing, in not being successful because we're taught that not being successful is the definition of failure. So that's why I think that definition is total BS right? It's only failure if you stop and you still want your goal, okay? So here's the thing. If you already know that people are going to judge you no matter what, and not everything that you do is going to work, then it becomes a lot easier to start taking action on your goals. And our brains start to think that it's more possible to take action on our goals. So my friend, my question for you today is what are you not taking action on because you're afraid of failing? What are you not taking action on because you're afraid of failing? And this week, if you were to just take one action, what would that action be? Okay. Write that down and then take your action. Just one. If it's just one action, take just that one action. And then once you take that one action, come back and tell me how it went. You can go to arielfry.com forward slash podcast forward slash one because this episode is episode one. And then you can leave a comment and let me know there. And I really cannot wait to hear from you. So I hope that this was helpful and I really hope that this helps you to shift your perspective into really understanding that there there isn't failure. It really does not exist unless you are deciding that it exists for you. Unless you are stopping, you cannot fail. Thank you so much for listening to Your Life Is Now. If you loved this topic, It would be amazing if you could write me a quick review on iTunes and for any questions, comments, or topics that you would like to hear on the show in the future, please visit me at arielfry.com.